it's all been done before And if you could only let it be You would say I like you the way you are When we're driving in your car And you're talking to me one on one But you become somebody else Around everyone else You're watching your back like you can't relax You're trying to be cool You look like a fool to me Gets me frustrated Life's like this You fall and you crawl And you break and you take what you get And you turn it into Honestly you promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it No, no, no yeah, okay, 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 don't ever fake it. Huh? Okay, just that's all, I'm, that's all I'm saying. But just don't, just don't, don't, don't fake it. That's all that I'm saying in that song. You know, just don't fake it kind of thing, you know? Anyways, guys, how are you doing? It's, uh, this is Mo Classo bringing my next episode of the Just Nobody podcast. And uh, it's exactly, it's exactly 7 p.m. dot. It's actually exactly 7 p.m. Uh, this Sunday evening, and uh, it feels great as always. Yes, it feels great as always. So, I hope you're all doing well. I mean, whoever's listening to this, you know, at least that small uh, group of people, <laughs> you know, uh, who really listen to it. Thank you for li- doing that, really. So, I hope you're really doing well uh, and. Um, you know, staying safe or doing whatever you can do, you know, to really uh, stay away from this, uh, from getting infected. It's so sad, you know. We talked about, we talked about uh, different things earlier. You know, you could, you could like stay safe with, you know, drive safe or, uh, uh, you know, it, we used it like, uh, you know, stay safe or just, you don't get in an accident, that kind of thing. But today we are, we, uh, talking about safety is more about not getting infected everything has changed you know we're talking about a pandemic that nobody today who's living most of us actually 99% of us who are living on this earth have never experienced a pandemic so it's happening it's 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 like it's it's something that uh, I'm not talking about a pandemic I've never experienced something so deadly you know that is something that is killing masses of people all across the world which is really sad but I, i'm sure you know it's we're definitely going to come out of it for sure the vaccine's going to happen but it's only taking time and that's the only reason for us you know to be uh uh to do all the social distancing thing and saying but then it's affecting all of us really actually most of us uh especially because uh because of the various factors uh you know social distancing distancing comes with staying inside your home you know staying on lockdown and because of that uh, you know so many folks have kind of lost their jobs you know so many homeless people without a house are actually don't know where to go literally you know so many people are don't have their meals per day which is really sad food which is a necessity is now uh, people are deprived of education has become um, has become distant education. That's fine for people who have the luxuries to get that. Well, what about people who've never had that and you know uh, maybe don't have a laptop at home? 
or uh, don't have a laptop at home, you know, to really be able to do that distance education because they can't afford a laptop or they can't afford a computer, you know. So, uh, the, you know, like I said last time in my last episode, the way each one of us navigates this pandemic is very different from each other. We're not all in this together. It's very, very different. It depends on your social status in society. It depends on how much of money do you have in your bank account, to be able to navigate this. The more you have, the easy, the smoother the navigation is. The less money you have in your bank account, it's going to be a real difficult, you know. Uh, but anyways, uh, that's uh, so that brings me uh, to um, Easter, of course. Uh, here's wishing everyone out there a happy uh, happy Easter for all of you, of course, who are celebrating this uh, this this day. Happy Easter to each one of you. I really uh, mean it from the bottom of my heart. And, um, you know, uh, Pope, Fra- Pope Francis was uh, trending today. And I was wondering, you know, what, what happened? Like, you know, of course, he conducted a huge mass in in that, in Rome, in that church. I don't know what you call that uh, particular church there in which he gives a sermon. But I think it accommodates about, uh, it accommodates about 60,000 people. And uh, today he said it with just one person in that church. So that is a difference. Never experienced, never happened anytime in, uh, anytime. It's like, you know, history, basically. So, um, so Pope Francis today in his sermon, while, and it's not about, you know, being a Catholic or a Christian to be able to understand his point of view. I don't care, you know, of course he's a pope. Okay, fine. Just leave leave his uh leave leave the religion out of this entire thing. But, you know, he stressed on universal basic income, which is so important. And I think, you know, as I said last time and a few a uh, few episodes back, Bernie was right basically. Bernie was absolutely right all this while. And even I didn't understand when he was going on talking about all this. You know, he kept stressing, like people kept laughing. You know, some of them actually laughed about, you know, he kept talking about universal basic health and, you know, uh, healthcare for all. And he talked about basic income. He talked about education should be free. He talked about the, you know, the housing, food, basic income, health. You know, he kept saying that and we were like, you know, I like even I was like, you know, I think that's too big. That's being too socialist. You know, I don't think we should just get 100 percent of that. But I think this pandemic has actually changed our minds, you know, literally, at least mine. And today, Pope Francis reinforced on what Bernie has been saying all, all this while, you know, that universal basic right is a human right. Food human right housing is a human right health is a human right education is a human right all this should come to people you know which is uh, uh, as as their basic human rights and uh, so you know basically whether it's Pope Bernie or whether it's Senator uh, Francis however you kind of uh, call them or whatever their titles I don't care but the ideas are the same you know Basically, the idea, the ideas are very correct. It's for the people. And that's what I really liked about um, about the sermon. I didn't listen to it, but I just l- walked through those highlights, uh, which is so, so damn true. You know, wh- and another thing I was just kind of thinking about how, uh, um, you know, uh, I just I just came to know that Bernie was the right person, you know, kind of started liking him because the way he went on stage and... Uh, uh, 
after every debate over debate, you know, whenever he made those debates, after the debate was over, he just went backstage and the job was done, you know. Whereas all of the candidates, you know, who were standing there and kind of making those debates, they, you know, they hanged around and they chit-chatted, they kind of uh, handshaked each other, hugged each other, they kind of chit-chatted with, uh, you know, those uh, those anchors of those debates, etc. You know, I made the small observation, Bernie's a guy who doesn't care He's not a people pleaser. He just walked off the stage, you know. He always walked off the stage after the debate was over. He's not going around pleasing people, basically. He just has what's on his mind, and that's what I love about the guy. And another thing about uh, why I started um, believing in what Bernie kept saying, of course, he dropped out of the race, and there's there's no use talking about it, but his points were really, they made sense. You know, apart from that, uh, I knew he was a winner, you know, with what he said, and he was an underdog in all this in this entire thing. After every pre- presidential candidate who actually dropped out, they uh, they actually uh, didn't support him. They supported the other candidate who was there. So when when that happened, one after the other, like you know, every candidate who was there actually they didn't support him at all you know they supported the other candidate and that's what i said you know this guy is an underdog and i love underdogs you know like everybody was like all these people in power they stood against him they didn't believe in his ideas you know and he was an underdog still he stood his ground still he believed in whatever he said and that's when i knew this guy was winner you know he really believed in what he said and no matter who supported him in in his group of uh, colleagues or, you know, in the pe- people who were powerful, he just stood by whatever he believed in. And that's what I really loved about Bernie, you know, actually. And, um, uh, and of course, this pandemic has really made me believe. Of course, Bernie's gone now, so there's no point talking about it. But call him Pope Bernie or call uh, Pope Francis, Senator Francis, you know. They're, they're, the the way the both of them think are basically the same thing. They they just kind of you know, um, uh, the agenda is basically the same, universal ba- uh, basic income, and that's what you know. That's what uh, even Jack Dorsey, if I've said his last name correctly, uh, the CEO, uh, the CEO and the creator of Twitter, he also had you know recently donated about one billion dollars. Um, to the uh, $1 billion uh, to for the pandemic, you know, for finding a cure for the pandemic. And he also stressed that $1 billion, of course, the entire donation won't be used to find a vaccine or to kind of uh, fund the relief efforts or whatever. But at the same time, he said that after the, pa- the, the, the relief was over and, the, you know, we found a solution to this pandemic, after the pandemic, he said that he wanted to educate girls um, uh, educate uh, girls uh, in the community, you know, educate girls and uh, to talk about, he focused on girls' education and health, to be very correctly. And he also talked about universal basic income. So just to repeat, he said that after the pandemic was done, his $1 billion donation, whatever was left, he wanted to use it for focusing on girls' health and education and universal basic income because he believed that if you educate a girl you educate a community you educate a nation and you educate the world and that's what he kept saying and the best part about jack dorsey i must say is that the guy uh, is so transparent he puts puts up an excel worksheet like on twitter and i was like 
bonkers. I went bonkers looking at how transparent this guy can get. So every relief or any donation that is made or any stimulus package that is made by any governments all across the world needs to put up, you know, such an Excel worksheet uh, on Twitter or some uh, global platform so we can see where the money is really going, you know. Say, for instance, now he has $1 billion and he puts up an Excel worksheet on his Twitter account and shows how exactly, you know, per share of Twitter is $50. So how, mu- how much of his shares he's really poured into to, you know, uh, uh, to find uh, towards this COVID-19 uh, relief and focus on girls' education and health and universal basic income. He talked about these important factors and he put an Excel worksheet. So why don't, why doesn't every government all across the world who are making these stimulus packages, you know, put up an Excel worksheet like this so that we can exactly know, you know, how much of that stimulus is going to home? And why? You know, what is the focus? What is the objective? What is the goal? Kind of thing. So I love Jack Dorsey for his transparency. Brilliant. I mean, that was one brilliant move that he made. And kudos to this guy, yeah, really. Because uh, I also believe that if you educate a woman, you educate the community, you educate the nation, and you educate the world. So important, you know. Uh, So... um, just hope that really happens, you know, because uh, we need to get rid of uh, we need to get rid of uh, uh, this problem that you know we all are going across. And money is the is the creation of all this problem. This race behind money, power, titles, positions is really kind of you know. Um, uh, there's a lot of inequality because of this, and that that needs to end. I hope it does, really. You know, because I like um, I like the idea. I really like the idea of uh, universal basic income. Um, and of course, we are going to find a vaccine. It's going to happen for sure. You know, it's definitely happening. No doubt about it. But after this, um, what I personally want leaders all over the world, like, you know, every leader all over the world and so many scientists, researchers are working towards finding, uh, finding a vaccine to cure this, uh, the coronavirus. Every day there's a press conference by every leader, you know, all across the world, the WHO, etc. Uh, and uh, scientists, researchers working so hard. I hope they keep the same drive. Hope we have these regular press releases press conferences and, you know, meetings and informing the world about cancer and poverty, because these two, these two things are basically the poison, um, you know, cancer's killing so many people today, like suddenly, you know, you hear someone dies, how did he die? He died of cancer, basically. So I believe, personally, uh, for me, if you ask me, uh, you know, I want the same drive by leaders and scientists all over the world to cure cancer and which we can do. We need to train the immune system, but we need a lot of funding, you know, to be able to to go into it, to be able to find a solution to it. And poverty. Now, some would say poverty. Poverty is also a health issue. You need to get scientists and research into it because uh when there's poverty, there's more health crisis because you've seen this pandemic in the uh, whatever we talk about this uh, COVID, the COVID nineteen or the coronavirus pandemic. What do we see? I mean, uh, more poor people are dying from it. People of color are dying from it. African Americans, in large numbers, especially, are dying from the pandemic as compared to uh, people who 
are richer because they've always taken care of their health. They've always had insurance, you know, uh, as compared to people who are poor, who don't have those uh, benefits of taking care of their health, you know, and uh, and that's why they land up with pre-existing conditions. And that's why uh, it's taking more lives of people who are poor than the rich. And, you know, this virus doesn't care about whether you're rich, poor. It's attacking everybody. But there are more poor people who are dying from it because of poverty and because which leads ultimately leads to poor health. So that's what I think, you know. Now, as Mark Twain said, like Mark Twain brilliantly says, and I, I truly believe in this saying, that I speak to everyone the same language, whether he's a garbage man or whether he's a, the president of the school, of the university. I'll just repeat it again. I speak to everyone in the same way, whether he's a garbage man or whether he's a president of the university. And I completely live by this, you know, because that's what my parents taught me, basically. Uh, and the virus, so the coronavirus, is basically someone who follows Mark Twain's principles completely. He's attacking everybody, he or she, whoever this virus is, whatever the gender is. <laughs> no, viruses don't have genders, okay? It's, a, it's an idiot. The coronavirus is not But it's truly following uh, Mark Twain's principles of attacking everybody in the same way. But the problem is the recovery of people from this disease is different depending on the health condition, pre-existing conditions. And it's found that poor people, people who are living in poverty, have more pre-existing conditions than people who are rich. And that's where, that's what needs to change. That's what I'm trying to say, you know. Um, yeah, so, you know, hope, um, um, so, you know, this pandemic, we're going to find a vaccine. It's going to happen. We're definitely going to find a vaccine, you know. And finish this virus. That's going to happen for sure. But after this, we need universal basic income. Okay? We need a l e equality. Whether it's health equality, whether it's social equality, equality between genders, etc. That is required. We need to cure poverty and cancer. That's what I feel personally. That's something that I feel that we should really focus on. Have press conferences every day, you know, involve every leader of the country because if we cure cancer and we cure poverty, there's a lot of problems that can really be solved, you know, ahead in life because everybody fucking is dying of cancer today, you know? And it's it's suffering. It's basically suffering. So uh, that's what I really feel because um, a universal basic income basically gives you the freedom, you know, to live one day at a time without any tension. Like, you know, you, you know what you're getting every month. Like, you know, for sure, you know that you'll have some something like a cushion, you know, it's going to be there in your bank account always. And when you have that basic income, you have the freedom to live one day at a time, you know. You don't have to really think about, oh, my God, like, how am I going to feed my family? What am I going to do? I have this problem, that problem. Anxiety basically kills people, you know, and that's what leads to pre-existing conditions. So, uh, yeah, so thinking about this, I just want to wish you all a happy Easter, okay? And talking about Easter, okay, uh, this song is for everybody. This, this is like, you know, kind of a universal basic hymn. For everybody, because it's so important that we all live one day at a time. Sweet Jesus, that's all that I'm asking of you. 
just give me the strength to do every day what i have to do yesterday's gone sweet jesus and tomorrow may never be mine help me today show me the way one day at a time one day at a time that's 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 a fun you know we live one day at a time i mean it's the best thing that can happen to us you know in this whole wide world that's what i believe i wish we could all live one day at a time sweet jesus tomorrow will never be mine Lord, show me the way, teach me to say, one day at a time. Anyways, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Like, do I even know how to sing? Like, for, for real? Fuck yeah, fuck. Anyway, yeah, so um, I don't know what, how do you spend your time in quarantine, but um, like I do a lot of things that uh, I've, I've never done all my life. Like, you know, I literally kiss myself in the mirror. Like sometimes I'm like literally every day, every day I kiss myself in the mirror. I don't know. It's any time of the day, but at least once a day. It feels really nice. I try to jog almost every day except a Sunday. Like today I didn't go, but because that makes me feel really nice, you know. Um, and I started talking so much over the phone, which is another thing that I never really did and never bothered to do, you know. So that is a new thing that I'm really trying, which is great. You know, I kind of like it uh, that I'm uh, kind of uh, talking over the phone. I never liked texting. I still don't like texting, but I kind of talk over the phone, which is great. Um, I sometimes listen to, uh, you know, I'm just kind of sitting down and I listen to the way my food is getting digested in my stomach. Like literally, I can hear it. You should pay attention sometimes. You know, you can literally hear it churning in the body. And that's beautiful. Like that's, it's unbelievable. Like, you know, you can literally listen to food churning in your stomach and you should try to listen to it because it's amazing how how it's really done. Um and then you know I'm sometimes I'm on social and I looked at look at Instagram and people are simply going live like especially celebrities going live like all of a sudden on Instagram Instagram live and I don't understand that like wh- why are they doing it like uh, why do they feel that people are really interested in it I have no idea but please don't do it guys and then they also they also go with another person live like you know you have that entire Instagram live screen divided into two parts and then you have two people like communicating with each other and it's going live for us to see like why would that why would people want to do such a thing you know that's what i'm asking like why would you want the world to listen to your uh, communication or your exchange you know between another person like i just don't get that basically you know, and there are so many other TV shows, you know, that are remotely working these days. Like, why do you have to do that? It's so boring. I would never watch it. I can't binge watch for God's sake. 
I can't watch something like you know continuously uh like a full season or a full whatever number of you know a series of programs of the same thing again and again I can't binge watch I've never done it ever in my life and I can't do it and then these people they go about uh doing their TV shows remotely you know how boring that is at least I can't do it like that's something that I'll never watch and uh, but I think uh, people are still a kind of uh they're getting good reviews i don't know i don't know how that is working but well good for you good for you if it's working you know uh i yeah i just wanted to talk about um i recently i recently came across um this uh this comedy bit by uh michelle wolf and i kind of liked her bit uh from her stand up uh, stand up special uh nice lady and i wanted to play this bit uh you know she, she uh, the bit is basically called having a baby and you know where she talks about uh, what it is like you know for uh, like having a baby and she compares it with uh, uh you don't need to be to be to you don't need to be a planner to have a baby you know and then she talks about all that i like i like this bit because um you know uh she talks about uh she talks a, a lot about how uh you know there's a lot of difference between uh, for men as compared to women when they're having a baby and she t- stresses on that which is very true because you know there are m- many people who actually grew up objectifying women that's that's the sad part and the thing is their parents never correct them you know when they when when they do that you know you need to be corrected when you're growing up and you're kind of objectifying women you need to be corrected by people who kind of looking after you and if you're not corrected you'll do it for life you know and then it's like uh, you educate a woman you educate uh, you educate the world and if you keep objectifying women you'll objectify you'll teach everybody you know down the line to do that and the whole world will become like that you know uh so um so that's that's a problem that's a problem you know if you grow up objectifying women you'll do it for life and you'll teach everybody to do that uh and there are a number of people who also kind of you know want to prove how straight they are and they're not gay or you know they they're so straight that so they stress on the parts of the body of a of a woman that they really like you know that's again objectifying women that is just to prove their straightness you know which i kind of all the alphaness or whatever that is called i have no idea but that must stop because women have ambitions you know they have dreams they're not about they're not about uh, nudity or waste you know they're not about that you know they have ambitions and dreams and until that is d- done you know we stop objectifying women and stereotyping them Uh, for particular jobs we're never going to have equality that's never going to happen and i love the way of course this is what i think is been happening and uh uh you know uh there's, there's a lot of inequality because of this but i love how michelle wolf really explains it with the simple idea of having a baby and how different it is for every gender so let's listen to this i kind of kind of pulled it out and uh, maybe let me just play it let's listen to it yeah and uh, we'll talk about it after uh, after we listen to this we should be constantly given birth control it should be annoying like when you leave a restaurant instead of mints it should be birth control when you push a door instead of pull it birth control should pop out like you're not ready yet let's work on some other skills it's a human 
it should be hard to make a human. It's hard to make a croissant. It takes three days to make a croissant. You can make a human in that bathroom. You cannot make a croissant in that bathroom. Like, how many people here have successfully made a croissant? How many people here have accidentally made a human? And those two people are never the same because croissant makers are planners. <laughs> and they're usually a little less fun. <laughs> now, when you had sex, you accidentally made a croissant. That would be great. <laughs> Finally, women would be like, no, I'm paying for the drinks and we're leaving now. <laughs> Drink it up, little lady. We're going home. I'm hungry and I want a flaky snack. And finally, men would be like, I feel like you're just using me for the croissant. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I just want you to know how I feel. <laughs> and if having sex with a black guy meant you got a chocolate croissant, that never go bad thing would be 100% true. <laughs> it should be hard. It should be hard to have a human. We have enough. We don't need as many as we used to. At this point, if you want to have a baby, you should have to take a test or two. Something simple, like, let me see your iPhone screen. Oh, it's cracked? Then no! <laughs> you can't carry a phone, you can't carry a baby. <laughs> They're wigglier. <laughs> I don't want to have a baby or a family. I want a career. That's what I want. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, but Michelle, you don't have to choose. You can have it all. <laughs> Women can have it all. Yeah, stop saying that. <laughs> you act like all is good. All does not mean good. You've never left an all-you-can-eat buffet and thought, I feel really good about myself. <laughs> pudding is sitting really well together. I sure am glad I went back for spare ribs. All is not good. And even if we do try to have it all, even if a woman out there definitely wants it all, we've put up too many obstacles in your way to make it possible. It's like, oh, congratulations, you're having a baby? Great, couple things. We're going to need you to get that car accident of a body back to work as soon as possible because this is America and we don't think you need time to recover. Also, you should breastfeed. It's what's best for the baby. But don't do it in public, you pig. Do it in the old janitor's closet underneath the bridge with the rest of the breastfeeding trolls. And don't have to take time off from work when your kids are sick. We'll think you're not dedicated. Also, why are you such a bad mom? By the way, your salary is just enough to cover the cost of childcare. And we know you're exhausted. You don't really know who you are anymore. You're trying to balance your old life and your new life. But quick, go have sex with your husband. He's about to leave. He doesn't understand what you're going through. Quick, go now. And sweetie, smile. <laughs> Brilliant. I love that delivery. I mean, amazing. Michelle Wolf is the wolf of comedy. I can say that. Brilliant. I just love that bit of hers, you know. The delivery was just so bang on and so true and so vulnerable and uh, so honest, you know, that's, uh, that it was amazing. And it's, it's really amazing how uh, it's very different. It's very different for women and uh, men. And that's why we need equality to make that happen. So stop objectifying women, you know. 
Stereotyping is another, is another evil to it. And let's educate them. Spend more on their health. And I hope that's really, and then we have a universal basic income that takes care of it. Hope that really happens, you know, you never know. Uh, that's really going to, uh, that's really going to work. But I love Michelle Wolf, man. I love this girl. I mean, she's really good. She's brilliant. She's powerful. But at the same time, you know, vulnerable. And that's what I really like about her. So uh, this is, I pulled this out from her, uh, from her, her comedy special, Nice Lady. If you want to check it out, go. I think it's on Netflix. I'm not sure. Just Google and check it out where you'll find it. But um, brilliant, man. She's good. She's really good. Uh, right. So, oops, I did it again. <gasps> I played with you hard. Go lost in the game. Oh, baby, baby, oops, you think I'm in love, that I'm sent from above, I'm not that innocent, you see my problem is this, I'm dreaming away, wishing that heroes, they truly exist, I cry watching the days, can't you see, I'm a fool in so many ways, cause to lose all my senses, that is just so typically me, oh baby, baby, oops, you think I'm in love, that I'm sent from above, I'm not that innocent yeah right so um what else did i want to talk about am i running out of time no, not really uh right so i wanted to tell um just an advice to all of you that you know hey man uh don't take out you know your nose hair for god's sake like you know people are just going on plucking it or waxing it threading it or doing whatever to remove nose hair for god's sake just your like your eyelashes which prevent uh, particles, dust particles or whatever from entering into your or viruses or microbes or microorganisms from entering into your eyes. The same way, nose hair has a function. It has been put for a purpose there, you know? Stop fucking threading it or waxing it or taking it off. You never know, your nose hair could just prevent coronavirus from entering into your, you know, at least give it a little trouble from entering into your lungs, you know, it'll kind of, oh, my hair, 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 hair. It might go because it's pretty smart. That's what I've heard. It's brilliant. Brilliant in air quotes. And I heard it's really smart. But of course, you know, you're going to give it a little trouble to enter your lungs if you keep that nose hair inside. That's all that I'm saying. Keep that fucking nose hair there, wherever it is. You know? Because it has a purpose. It has a purpose of preventing uh, preventing or reducing allergies. It has a purpose to reduce infections. Uh, it has a purpose to act as an air filter. You never know, coronavirus, coronavirus might just, you know, have a little trouble. Give it a little trouble. It's eventually entering, you know. Give it a little trouble. It'll take some time, you know. It'll get blocked. You never know. It might just get blocked with the nose hair. So, uh... Keep the fucking nose hair there and dig. 
dig into your nose. Put your finger and just dig inside because what I believe what I what I'm seeing right now is many people are just becoming germophobes because of the coronavirus, you know? Don't shake hands. Don't touch this. Don't touch that. Don't keep washing your hands. Of course, okay, you got to you got to do that. Fine. Hey man, but people are ger- turning into germophobes and becoming a germophobe it's scary business. It's bad. It's really bad if you become a germaphobe because more germaphobes, more allergies, more gluten allergies, more more whole foods kind of food. More more of these shops will sell all these gluten free kind of products. That's what we see currently, but not that much. But I'm sure we all become germ. Everyone becomes a germaphobe minus me because I'm never going to become a germaphobe. I still dig into my my nose for God's sake, you know. Because it's it's pleasure. It's nice to kind of you know pick your nose, like go inside and see what's inside. I love that feeling. I still do it. I don't care, you know. But what I'm saying is, you know, many people are going to become germophobes because of this. Minus me, I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna be become one, you know, because all this all this fear surrounding coronavirus, which is true, it's killing many people. But hey, don't become a germophobe, man. Keep that nose hair. That's important, you know. uh because ultimately uh there are, there are some good bacteria and there are some good viruses as well out there a whole body you know a whole body what's inside there are so many microorganisms that are living inside not all of them are bad about 98% of them are you know harmless basically like probiotics you know we keep to keep talking about probiotics and how yogurt has this uh, bacteria in it that's basically microorganisms which have a lot of benefits you know they uh, uh benefits they help us in digestion they improve the gut of course i'm saying there are viruses that are bad which causes yellow fever hiv and influenza or you know uh, or whatever but at the same time you know we need to stop fearing them so much because not all of them are bad at the same time you know uh so um Uh, don't become a germophobe man i just i just pray because of course you you can do whatever you want you can become a germophobe you can get that you can have that um, the disorder of going on washing your hands forever and you know staying away from everything and being a cleanliness freak etc which really bothers me of course you know i i can't make someone like that my friend because it really piss me off i can't i can't live with someone like that at all uh but I just wish everyone doesn't become a germophobe because of this because it's going to have a lot of uh, people with more gluten more people into with gluten allergies and all new allergies or whatever allergies that would really pop up because of that. So that's all I'm saying. Just keep your nose hair. That's important. Keep that nose hair intact. Don't pluck it. Don't wax it. Even if it grows outside your nose, if it's growing up to your upper lip keep it you never know it might just block the corona virus or viruses or bacteria the bad viruses or bacteria from entering into your you know place forget the world yeah fuck the world if they tell you you know it it's not doesn't look good but it's going to save you man keep that fucking nose hair and don't become a germaphobe that's what because you know i don't want those i don't want those shelves in uh, shelves in these grocery shops to only be selling gluten free and allergy free all uh, products i want normal products because that's what i eat have you ever seen a poor country like 
like a real poor country, you know, where they don't get foods and they have to really, they depend on a lot of donations made by other countries. Have you seen any kind of gluten allergies there or allergies there or any kind of, uh, uh, any kind, any kind, you know, where they have allergy, uh, they, f- they have food allergies. You'll never find that. It's only, it only happens in the, in rich countries or parts of rich countries. Rich people's problems. Allergies are basically rich people's problems, you know? People who, and that's what I feel, so don't be a germaphobe, that's all I'm saying, because um, it's good sometimes, you know? It's, it's good. Uh, bacteria and viruses, there are a number of them in our body currently as I speak, all of our bodies, and they do good. They improve our gut, they improve our digestion. It's only a few freaking ones, you know, who freak out and kind of cause problems for us. Um, so that's all I'm that that's all that I'm saying. Don't be a germaphobe. Keep that fucking nose hair inside intact. Don't vax that nose hair. It's gonna it's it won't it will prevent that coronavirus from entering, or at least give it some trouble. If you clean shave it, it's gonna have a smooth entry. And that's where the problem is. That's where the fucking problem is. Oops. I did it again. I played with your heart. Got lost in the game. Ooh, baby, baby. Oops. You think I'm in love. That I'm sent from above. I'm not that innocent yeah that's all that i had for today thank you so much guys for listening i really appreciate it you know i I don't know how much really to um to be able to see those uh to be able to see those you know hits like i literally see people who really uh kind of listen to or download it or whatever not not even a hundred of them of course less than that but hey man it's a big D for me. Come on. Like, who am I? I'm just a nobody, you know? For God's sake. And I don't expect, you know, anybody to really listen to me. Like, what am I? What am I? Jesus Christ? No. Anyways, I want to wish you all, whoever's celebrating, a very happy Easter. Hope you had a great day. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, if you want to write to me, you can still write to me at justanobodypodcast at gmail.com. That's my email address. If you want to write, DM me. You can DM me uh, on Twitter at uh, M-E-A-R-L-C-O-L-A-C-O. That's my... uh, that's my uh, that's my Twitter handle, and uh, you can write whatever you want. You know, I would love to hear from you. What do you think? Because you know, your feedback would basically help me get better. That's that's the that's the important thing about it. Um, yeah, that's all that I had for today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, let me leave you with something that is nice and tuny and musical because you know I don't like to leave anybody with just my with just what I sound like because. Uh, because whatever. Hey, guess what? I didn't say I didn't say anywhere even once today. Like, hey man, I didn't say any way even once today. Way any, anyway, way any. I didn't say it once. 
That's amazing. That's like an achievement, you know. <laughs> Anyways, I'll be back on the other side of the song. Stay tuned. Nice to meet you. Who you gon' call when you ain't got the... Me and Megan run up in the spotlight. Cause I am the reigning champ Please no comparisons cause you know they can't Had to cut the grass, there was snakes in the camp They know I'm the billy, I be laughing Ha 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 I'm in nice, then next time I'm stop My guest house alone cost like three tickets And I rose truck in that paint job real wicked Used to dumb dumb myself down for these chickens Now when dumb dumb talk I smile at me crickets Boom, I turn every head when I walk in the room Pretty in real life in my pics with the zoom that is amazing wasn't it great anyways thank you so much for listening uh until next time baby bye 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 bye